Many of you will uh, will uh, know uh, the name of Ginny Bergen from Sheffield, whose uh, lady has been serving with the prophetic gift across New Frontiers very faithfully for many years. And uh, Mike Bollinger and Ginny and a number of others uh, with prophetic gifting across the different spheres now have been meeting to build relationship and uh, just kind of seek God together. And um, I'm so thrilled this morning. Ginny, uh, I, don't, I don't know what she's going to say or anything, but I trust her and I trust her gift. I genuinely do. And uh, I was so thrilled. Mike, Mike said to, her, uh, to me that... Um, uh, Ginny had said she'd felt a word for us for this, uh, for this to bring at this conference, and it was such that she didn't want to just write it down. She wanted to come and deliver it in person. So she's actually just got on the train from Sheffield this morning, just arrived here 15 minutes ago, is going to prophesy to us, and then in an hour or so is going to get back on the train and go back to Sheffield. So let's thank Ginny for being willing to do that. So thank you so much for coming, Ginny, and uh, feel free to. Hi. I think I'm staying on four o'clock. Um, you'll have to, I'll just give you a little bit of background. Um, I brought a word to my church in Sheffield a couple of months ago, and um, it's become a, quite a defining thing. Um, and I met with a few people, including Mike, recently. And when I, when Mike arrived, I just instantly thought, I need to give this, or something very similar to this, to the relational mission guys, which is why I'm here. And um, when I do some teaching on the prophetic, I usually uh, teach that when we get pictures or images or have um, something that we see, often they are the way that God gets our attention. They're not always the message, but they're the way that God gets our attention. So when we have, a, a say, a picture, um, it's, a, it's about asking God what that picture means and then bringing the message rather than the means by which we get the message. So about 95% of pictures and so on are the means by which we get the message. But occasionally, the pictures... And the run-up to the message, as it were, are part of it, part of the message. So famously, I can think of the one about a herd of elephants charging through a jungle and creating a path where there was no path and creating paths where there'd been no well-worn paths. And that herd of elephants image was part of the message. So I'm going to kind of unwrap a few things that are actually... Um, the way that God showed me this, but because they're part of the message. And I just feel as well, just going back to that herd of elephants thing, that there are still paths to be made that you guys are going to make. You guys are going to open up paths where there are no paths. Um, so I'm quite a fan of these um, house makeover programs, grand design and so on. And um, this all started by watching one of these programs where someone had bought this tiny cottage, one up and one down, with the idea of making it some kind of holiday let. And um, they made a bathroom by going into the roof space, and they had the bedroom. And then the one down, they were trying their best to put in a kitchen as well as a living area, and it wasn't working. But it was a conservation area. They were not allowed to expand the house in any way, extend it in any way. Um, 
But while they were um, restoring the fireplace area, um, it came to light that there was a gap underneath this fireplace area, which on further investigation turned out to be a whole basement room that had been blocked off that no one was aware of. So they, when they investigated further, there was also another door in this basement room that led out the back of the building and that over time had been blocked off. So what happened was they developed it and they put the kitchen and everything in the basement area and then the living room in that first area. And that struck me as how can you live in a house and not know there's another room, you know? And um, it stuck with me and I kind of felt God was speaking to me about things. But then I went through a phase of seeing or reading or hearing about similar stories. So much so that I just, I knew God was saying something and I knew it was something important. Um, so for instance, I saw uh, another kind of program on the TV where um, this family needed a third bedroom. They were trying to save up to extend the house. They weren't sure if they got enough money, etc., etc. They got a surveyor in to look at the house and the surveyor looked at it outside and said, well, what's that bricked up window? Where's that window in the house? And they looked at this house wall from the outside and said, oh, we didn't realize there was a bricked up window. It must be in such and such a room. And when they went inside into the master bedroom, there was no sign of a bricked up window. And then the surveyor said, well, the measurements of this room inside don't correlate with the measurements outside. And what they then discovered was there was a whole other room behind that inner wall. So they broke through into this inner room and they made another bedroom, no extension needed. Um, and I went through one after other of hearing these kind of stories. So I, I saw another one, or actually I read about this, I think, where a house was being renovated and there was a built-in bookcase in the corner of the room and they decided we don't want that, we'll pull it out and it turned out to have a door behind it into another room. How do you live in a house and not know there are these rooms? But I came across story after story and then I, I read of one where uh, a house was visited by the ex-owner and the owner had lived in it pre-war it was in Austria or somewhere. And uh, it had been his family home. And then when the, it had had many renovations after that, up to modern day. But the man was telling the current owners that um, he lived there when the Nazis invaded and came to arrest his family. And um, he was telling them how his dad put all their belongings into this little room in part of the attic and um, thinking that one day they might go back and they never did of course so um, the current owner said well show, show me what he did and he took him up to the house and took him into the loft area and the man said well you used to pull a rope and there was a piece of rope hanging down and he pulled this rope and this door opened and all the man's belongings all his family's belongings were still there in, in the loft of this house. They weren't valuable, they were just old relics from that era. And I could tell you a number of others, but you're getting the picture. Um, this kind of culminated when I visited a friend who was moved back to Sheffield. 
and she's moved into a large terrace that looks as though it might be a four bedroom, two reception room, plus kitchen and so on house. But when you actually go in there, there are so many rooms that I just said to her, how many rooms are there? And she had to stop and think. She said, I've not counted them up yet, but she thought it was 14 rooms. When you went into the attic level, what looked like little areas that might lead you into the loft for storage turned out to be full rooms with en suites and things like that. Now, all these rooms had hidden rooms. They weren't kind of secret areas or priest holes like in, in the Middle Ages, but they were just, and there were no attempt to deceive in that sense, they were just hidden rooms. They were rooms that the owners just didn't realise were there. But all these houses suddenly had far more potential, far more capacity than they'd previously had without any need to change the basic footprint. So this is the background, and this is what I feel God wants to say to you out of that background. And I believe it starts with God is going to break through. God has broken through like the breaking through of many waters. And I feel that there's going to come a, a corporate sense of experiencing this aspect of God together in your churches, in your leadership meetings, and individually. As individuals and as a corporate body, you are the house of the Lord. You are coming into a time of the revealing of hidden potential, hidden capacity capacity that you'd not realised was there but it's, it's there and a time of enlarging enlarge the place of your tent stretch out the curtains of your dwellings spare not lengthen your cords and strengthen your pegs you can try and stretch and enlarge yourselves like the folk who needed this third bedroom and couldn't afford it you can try to work to your capacity. You can try to find room for essentials in your lives. You can try to stock up resources. You can try to drink from your own systems. You can try to find room for the more space that you know you need in your life. But that will just sap your strength. And that will result in things breaking down. That will result in things not working. And the continual need for input and eventual dryness will be the result. Unless the Lord builds the house, they that labour build in vain. But I felt that there was this enlarging coming that is both personal and corporate that demands a determining to work with what the Spirit is doing in your lives rather than pressing into what you think you should be doing and determining to press in to drink of his fresh living water because there's a coming breaking in of waters, a coming breaking in of waters of life and a sense of grace abounding all the more. And this, the things I'm kind of bringing are not to be taken negatively as if God is going to come and reveal the secrets of hearts to everyone. That will just bring you into fear. But I felt that this was about the Father wanting to do positive things in your lives. 
bringing out hidden potential and revealing the hidden potential of lives. The things that have always been there, he's wanting to bring out. So it's about potential being actualized. It's about capacity and giftedness being found and released that you didn't know you had and is there in front of you in those around you as well. And you'd never seen it in them, but God is going to bring it to the fore. And so there is this strengthening of stakes about to happen, a strengthening of faith that will take place at an individual level and a corporate level. And this will happen as you're not afraid to turn off the drive to find more space and more capacity and more projects to give yourselves to, but not be afraid to give yourselves to enjoying being in his presence, being in his house, living with him, hearing him, fellowshipping with him. And as you encounter his spirit, he will begin to reveal what is already there but has been hidden. So for some, this will mean the revealing of old stuff that has been cluttering up life and restricting capacity. For all of you, relics will have to go. Now a relic is something that has survived from the past, such as an object or a custom, something kept as a remembrance or treasured for its past associations. It's time for the relics to go to make room for the new to be rolled out. And I felt that God was saying, I am making all things new. For some, it will mean letting go of yearning for past associations. Letting go of ways of doing things in order to break into new associations. For some, it will mean the clearing away of the clutter of drivenness that will bring you into a spacious place. For others, it will mean the revealing of just how much you need this other spacious room in your life. For others, it will mean an increase in gifts of faith and the ability to believe for far more than you've thought possible. This is a season of strengthening in faith, a season of bringing you into the full potential of who you are. The Lord is the Lord of breakthrough. You will break through into something much bigger and larger than you've realized as yet. You already have this, but you've not realized it yet. And this, I believe, has already begun to take place. Many might feel strangely unsettled with life, as if there should be more. Yet knowing that in him there is everything, and so maybe you think, I shouldn't feel like this. Many will realize that they're dry and barren and thirsty. Many might realize that life is so cluttered, cluttered with good things, but actually some of this clutter needs to go to make space. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Some may feel I cannot keep the pace and have a desire 
to retreat into the background. Many might feel they are being stretched. But this will not be a time to shrink back, but to allow yourselves to be shaped by him. All these feelings will be because God is enlarging the place of your tent and strengthening stakes. Out of this time will come the uncovering of old ways, old ways of being, old ways of thinking, which as they are recognized and moved away from, there will be a fresh zeal for the new thing that God is going to do among you. There will be a fresh sense of the flowing of rivers of water of life and the uncovering of many areas of hidden giftedness. For many, these things will come as a surprise, but out of that will be a stepping into something new which takes you into something much bigger. There is capacity here in this room for far more than you think. There are whole facets of who you are that have not yet been seen. Who you are will break through seeming limitations. You will see one another in a new way. New leadership will spring up from the recognition and realisation of leadership gifts that he has already put among you. New directives will come out of a change in how you have viewed things. There will be the revealing of much more capacity for growth from which and out of which you will go on to lengthen your cords and the house will be further enlarged. This is what I felt God was saying. Thank you.